everyone. Welcome back to actually a very impromptu show with Nani and Jen. Hey, Nani, welcome to the show again. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> welcome back, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so backstory. The reason why we decided to do this impromptu video, honestly, we have no idea where this is going to go. But part of what inspired us to do this is we had a guest cancel on our show. I'm not going to call out any names. This has been the third time. And we are super, super patient and understanding. And that's what you all should know about us is that we're not mad about it. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, no, we're, we're seriously not mad about it. If In fact, it really just gives Nani and I an opportunity to touch base. So a little background on how season two has been lately. Nani and I have been meeting on Saturdays to, you know, just really talk more about, talk shop about the show and really talk about the direction of it. And of course, now at the time of this recording in this particular month, we are accepting interviews again. Although that's not the case today. <laughs> so we decided to turn this on and do something impromptu. I'm not exactly sure where it's going to end up yet. I don't know if it's going to be in our public podcast show or our soon to be exclusive podcast show for our members. But I guess we'll find out when we get there. So I thought I would start just by checking in with you, Nani, and see how things are going. Things are going. Yeah, still in quarantine. <laughs> We're here in October. <laughs> we have officially been in quarantine for <laughs> basically the whole year. Yeah, the world still feels like it is exploding around us. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't look like October is going to bring us any kind of calm energy. It's coming with the same energy that we've already been experiencing for the first part of the year. And so, yeah, what a year it's been <laughs> and, and continues to be. But with that said, I'm doing great. I feel good to be here in our little working sesh this morning. And yeah, not mad at all that our interview canceled because that just gives us some more quality time together to yeah. record some fun kind of non-productive content for you guys because we know you really like that. Yeah, yeah. We have found actually fun fact is that since we've come back for season two, Nani, our top episode that's been downloaded is our first episode back, the trailer episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so I was just looking at that just now and there's no other episode yet that has reached just that number of downloads. And so again, oh, wow. yeah, again, it's a testament to... <laughs> I think how much people yeah. like to hear us talk. So I don't know. What, what yeah. do we talk about, Nani? Like, what do you think people like us for? <laughs> I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I think that people are just curious about our thoughts on certain topics. So again, if you guys have like specific topics or themes that you want us to just banter about, explore, share our thoughts, do some kind of like in real time research on you can always text us at 415-484-8329. I almost forgot the number, but there it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have it memorized now, too. I'll, I can even say it. 415. Wait, shit. 415 You got this. You got this. <laughs> 8329 yep. yep. So 415-484-8329. So yes. yeah, like I said, we are doing impromptu conversation. And part of that is because we have an upcoming membership 
program where if you want to get down and dirty with Nani and I, <laughs> figuratively speaking, we are planning on providing a private podcast dedicated to our loyal listeners that just really enjoy hanging out with us. And so I don't know if by the time this comes out, we'll have clear details on it, but that's just a hint for people. And if you want to learn more, just check out the show notes of this episode, wherever it's going to end up showing. Who knows if it's going to be like a bonus episode, but you know, there you have it. So who knows, Nadia, I'm kind of thinking out loud that this can be our bonus episode to kick off Filipino American History Month. If I can get Dennis to edit this right away, <laughs> we Yay! can make it a Filipino American History Month, you guys. Yeah, yeah. And so in case anyone is wondering... I guess that's what we should have started with, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so again, to our listeners, like this this is real. Like we are literally coming up with this right now because, because we can. And so because we shall. Because we got time today. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. And we look nice today. We look pretty today. And so we just We got all to- cute for you guys. So we hope that you're watching this on YouTube on YouTube one day (laughs) probably sooner than later I think this is going to be one of those where I'm just going to like send off to Dennis and then he'll just you know post it on there oh yeah like the trailer yeah just like clean it up a little so with that said I want to go ahead and just educate our listeners if this is the time you're learning that October is considered Filipino American History Month, there is a website that you can go to. You can visit the Filipino American National History Society website. So that is F-A-N-H-S hyphen national.org. And I'll have that in the show notes for all of you so you can better educate yourself. And we've actually referred to this website last year when figuring out what our theme should be for Filipino American History Month of last year. And last year it was, what was it? It was Panay's. It was like, it was about- Panay Visionaries. Yes, yes. It was all about promoting Panay Visionaries. And our listeners last year uh, really participated and just nominated all the incredible women in life that they considered a visionary. And so this year, according to the Filipino American National History Society, or FONS, I think is how they pronounce it for short. This month, we are celebrating Filipino American activism. And so let me just read a little background for all of you if you are too lazy to visit the website. And I'm also just trying to fill in time because why not? <laughs> and Nani will tell me if I get cut <laughs> off. So here we go. Nani can just sit we're there making, and Yeah, we're making it easy for you. Yeah, we're making it easy. So here, check this out. <laughs> and I will sit and look pretty in the meantime. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, someone's got to do that. So it's, I mean, we both I'm, are pretty, I'm better like, at doing that than reading out loud. So I will leave the, the smart things to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just reading. I'm just, I don't know if like reading is smart, but you know, it's fine. If you think that's smart, awesome. I'm smart for reading. Okay, cool. So Look, let me just, if you heard me try to read out loud, you would not think I was smart. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I am smart. I'm not putting myself down. I know I'm smart, but the way that I read is just, yeah, it's not fun for anyone. <laughs> uh, I love, that's so funny. So a little background here about, I think this is talking about the history of Filipino American History Month. So Filipino Americans are the second largest Asian American group in the nation and the third largest ethnic group in California. So shout out to Cali, where actually most of our listeners are from. Our area 
area code for our phone number is actually dedicated to the Bay Area. So shout out to all of you there. Yeah, I don't know, just for being there, <laughs> really. And so anyway, supporting our show. <laughs> yes, and supporting our show. So celebration of Filipino American History Month in October commemorates the first recorded presence of Filipinos in the continental United States, which occurred in October 18, 1587, when the, and I'm going to butcher this, Luzones Indios came ashore from the Spanish galleon ship called, and I'm going to butcher this too, Nuestra Señora de Esperanza. I think that's a ship name. And landed at what... Thank you. Thank you, Nani. And landed at what is now Morro Bay. So basically, just to summarize that little section there, it's been documented that Filipinos first landed in the United States in Morro Bay, California, back in October 18, 1587. Now, I know that there's more history to that. I know that there are Filipinos who had also landed in Louisiana. But just for now, just for the sake of referring to the website, this is the information that they're sharing with us. And obviously, I hope that this encourages you and inspires you to do more research for yourself to understand, you know, Filipino American history. So back in 2009, actually, this is pretty surprising. I didn't know this, Nani. Back in 2009, U.S. Congress recognized October as Filipino American History Month in the United States. So various states, counties, and cities in the U.S. have had established proclamations and resolutions declaring observance of Filipino American History Month. The late Dr. Fred Cordova, along with his wife, Fonz founder Dr. Dorothy Ligo Cordova, first introduced October as Filipino American History Month in 1992 with a resolution from the Fonz, which is the Filipino American History National Society, National Board of Trustees. So Nani, what I'm getting from what I'm reading is that Filipino American History Month is actually pretty young. It's only really been recognized as a month since 2009. And that's not too long ago. What it's are your thoughts on that? Ago at all. I think, yeah, that's a pretty young, I guess, tradition, you could call it, that mm-hmm. has been started for Filipino Americans specifically. And so we need to get the word out and, you know, let people know in advance, like for future years, not us specifically, but I'm saying the community as a whole, mm-hmm. as a collective, I think that we need to really like lift up ourselves in October and like get excited for October in the yeah. future years to come because it's our month and we didn't even know it. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you guys subscribe to our newsletter, then you know that we have been sending you guys little tidbits of news of what's going on here and what's going on in the Philippines as it relates to Filipino American people. And yeah, there was actually, I don't think that they did this intentionally, but there's a member of U.S. Congress that just introduced a bill to suspend the U.S. support to the Philippines in Mm. executing the anti-terror law. So that kind of fits perfectly hand in hand, whether it was intentional on their part or not, but it fits right perfectly in with this year's Filipino American History Month theme of Filipino American activism, because that is, you know, really, really substantial news for Mm -hmm. someone in U.S. Congress to be standing up and standing out against that anti-terror law in the Philippines. That's like a big thing. So, yeah, I think that's one more thing to celebrate this month for this year's theme. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Nani, I know that you uh, had the opportunity to talk more about this in an article that was recently published that you wrote and was published through Mochi Magazine. So I just want to take a second to congratulate you for that because I just feel like you're such a good writer and it's great to like to see that you're finally getting recognition for that. (laughs) Thank you. I really appreciate that. That was my first like, I don't even know what you call it, like guest feature on Mm -hmm. on an actual like publication, like some kind of media publication. So if you guys want to check that out, we also included a link to that in our newsletter. So if Mm -hmm. you're not on the newsletter, you definitely want to make sure you go to tifaproject.com right now and subscribe (laughs) right now. (laughs) Love it. And yeah, if you didn't already get that, then you can find it on mochimag.com. Yeah, awesome. And I do want to share with people in case you're maybe not so ready to give up your email address, which I completely respect, you could actually get a copy of our newsletter without subscribing by visiting our Facebook page. So our Facebook page, every time we have the newsletter out, it automatically gets pushed there. However, if you want to get updated as soon as it's available, please subscribe. And also it tells us that you are invested in our community and you want to grow with us and learn with us and, you know, document our stories together. So, you know, rather than being that creepy person, that's just like always watching from afar, trying to do things incognito, let us know you're around and show us your support by subscribing to our newsletter. Yeah. Reach out the same way that you guys have been so inclined to reach out to us via like DM or commenting, sharing on stories on Instagram. We want you guys to engage with us the same way in the newsletter, which you have been. So thank you for that. And we hope that, you know, the content that we are pushing out is kind of you feel that that's really in response to the feedback that you've given us so far. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well said, Nani, as always. So going back to the website, the fonds-national.org, I just want to put a couple of ideas in everyone's head in regards to maybe doing your own personal research about the history of Filipino-American activism. So let me just read a little article here. So I'm going to keep reading. (laughs) So this is not because I know this off the top of my head. It's because I'm reading straight for the website. Yeah, Uh, we're saving you guys the time of going to the website and doing your own research. You're welcome. You're so (laughs) welcome. Considering how we weren't (laughs) expecting to do this bonus episode for you, you're so welcome. So just remember that. Didn't have to do this for you. But because we felt pressured to celebrate this month with all of you. <laughs> we no, not it. pressured, not pressured. We're, we love to be here celebrating with you guys. This is, there's nowhere we'd rather be. Okay. Yeah, no, it's true. It's, it's true. It's true. It's, it just, but we it just, do encourage you to research on your own as well. We're just yeah. like getting, we're just nudging you, you know? Absolutely. So here's a couple things to keep in mind. So Fonz had chosen this theme of Filipino-American activism to highlight the myriad ways Filipino-Americans have participated in social justice movements, including but not limited to. So I'm going to sort of speak through this slowly. So if anything perks your ears, consider Googling it. The United Farm Workers Movement, the fight for ethnic studies, Hawaii or Hawaii (laughs) sugar plantation strikes, Washington Yakima strikes, the anti-martial law movements across multiple decades. Here they're saying we honor the history of Filipino American solidarity with other communities in their fights for our equity and justice, including Black Lives Matter movement, the American Indian movement, civil rights and voting rights, women's rights, LGBTQ rights and environmental justice. So this year we recognize the advocacy of our Filipino American healthcare workers who are actively protecting and fighting for our lives every day amidst this global pandemic. We also acknowledge that 2020 marks the 50th anniversary of the Filipino American 
American Far West Convention in Seattle, whose overarching theme was emergence and is credited in part as a start of the Filipino American movement. So 2020 also, wow, so many things going on in 2020, Nani, or like a lot of anniversaries here. So here's another yeah. one. Yeah, 2020 also marks the 75th anniversary of the Battle of Luzon in the Philippines, one of the bloodiest battles of World War II. It is also the 90th anniversary of the Watsonville riots in 1930, wow. one which, yeah, one which has been credited as an impetus for farm workers' rights. Ooh, that's a lot. Any yeah. initial thoughts, Nani? Yeah, absolutely. I think that with the current kind of state that our society is in and how kind of polarized it is right now and how much back and forth there is and how much just injustice and brutality and hatred that's coming out and, you know, people that have not previously plugged into activism in the past or even people that have, such as myself, I feel overwhelmed by everything, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And when you get so overwhelmed and you're so inundated with like bad news and more drama and, you know, from here to the Philippines and back, like it's easy to want to unplug or just like get so overwhelmed that you don't know what to do. So you stand still. And, you know, we were talking earlier about the theme that we have been experiencing and seeing amongst the community about escapism while mm. in quarantine, you know, mm -hmm. like all of these factors are playing in that make us kind of want to shut down. And I think that this is a really great opportunity if you haven't really like known how to plug in before, this is a great way to do it through learning about our history and literally connecting it to things like the Watsonville riots history and the history of other communities such as the black community, Palestine, all of the other things that are going on right now and really see it as an opportunity to connect the dots and see mm -hmm. how all of our struggles amongst all these different black and brown communities are really shared. You know, mm -hmm. there's really like a common denominator in all of these kind of histories. And so once you see that, I think it a helps you better understand your own history and our own kind of culture, the history of our culture, but also it can really encourage you or lead you to ways that you can plug in today because mm -hmm. we don't all need to plug in the same way. We don't all need to attend protests or mm -hmm. write blogs or, you know, whatever the ways that you see people kind of contributing to their communities and trying to support social change. So, you know, learning about your own history and about your own culture, I think, is a great way to kind of develop your own unique tie to it, I guess. Right. Absolutely. And I think that the common theme we hear on the show is that a lot of our, you know, fellow individuals who identify or that are of Filipino descent, a lot of them feel like they don't feel Filipino enough, or they don't know enough of being Filipino, or they don't know how to preserve the culture. And I remember we had a recent conversation where, yes, it's about preserving the culture. And it's also about evolving the culture. Yes. And you can contribute today, like what you're doing isn't it helps contribute to the evolution of our culture because one day our community will look back at this time and think that we were the traditional, you know, Filipinos, right. you know, so imagine that in your head thinking like, oh, I'm not like your traditional Filipino from the Philippines. It's like, well, you know, generations from now, people are going to be like, oh, I'm not your average, I'm not your traditional Filipino when we first moved here, you know, the second, third generation, I'm like fifth, seventh generation now, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, just know that you are adding to the culture and you are setting the foundation for a new normal in terms of traditional Filipino culture. 
Yeah. And one more thought about that, actually, that I've actually been thinking about for a long time now is that in talking about evolving our culture and also highlighting, again, what's going on with the Black community today Mm -hmm. in America and just the fight that we're seeing them go through. And a lot of people are kind of like, how do I make a personal connection to this or how can I plug into this? I think that the state of our like Phil Am community or culture can really learn a lot from the Mm -hmm. Black community in like how far they've come. I mean, just to think that slavery was a thing like 60 years ago or 70 years ago, that's not that long ago. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, even just looking at your parents' generation, your grandparents' generation, and learning about their experiences, I think that we have a lot to learn. There's a lot that we can pull from the Black community in order to, you know, improve ours. They have been kind of like a catalyst in the Black and Brown spaces of really lifting up that oppression and advocating for change. And so I think that we can pull a lot of inspiration from that, from their history as well. Yeah, I love that you say that because And I'm late on this, but I recently watched Black Panther for the first time. And it was a very, like, even though it's, you know, fictional, it does reference to like historical stuff. And I don't know how to say that like fancier than historical stuff. Historical references, it references historical references. Anyway, um, the thing (laughs) I know what you mean. (laughs) We know what you mean. (laughs) Okay, thank thank you, everyone. Love you all. What really stood out to me in that movie is that there's a character, I'm not going to like spoil it for people if you haven't watched yet. Although if if you haven't watched yet, why have you not watched it yet? You're like, don't be a late bloomer like me. Oh my God, I haven't watched it. Oh my God, you need to watch it. I don't even know what you're talking about, actually. (laughs) Yeah. So Black Panther is a character, is a Marvel character. And just, I'm just going to like give you like the base. Oh, 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 the most recent one. Yeah, yeah. Where, oh, um, okay. One of the with Chad Chadwick that just yeah. died of uh, oh, yes. RIP. Let, let me let me look him up real quick. So I Black thought you were talking about like an old movie. I was no, like, no, no, What's no, no, Black yeah. Panther. No, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. I've seen Black okay. Panther. I went to see that like three or four times in the theater. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. I don't have to explain <laughs> shit. But but briefly, <laughs> let me just share. Not to spoil anything for anyone, but let me just share what really resonated with me. And it was that one character that was raised half what they call it, Wakandian or something. But, but you know, he was like half from Wakanda and like half American. And the rest of his life, like, you know, from being a kid till his adult life was all about going back to the motherland, like going back to Wakanda. Yeah. And that actually, just by the way, the his home in America was in Oakland. So shout out to Oakland. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. That's yes. right. And the producer, the producer is from is Oakland. Also, too. Yes, oh, exactly. I love that. I love that so much. That so we love sense. this movie, you guys, if you haven't seen it. I mean, I'm sure you all have seen it already, <laughs> but if not, you can always watch it again. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. You totally can. So yeah, that like his story like really resonated with me because there's just that pain of feeling like you were removed from your motherland or you hear so much about it and you only know so much. And it's about like kind of going back there and, and everything. What I love the most about that movie, Nani, is just the fact that like society has told our black community that they're not worthy, that, you know, that there are a lot of things that they're less than. And yet you have this place like Wakanda where it's like, oh my God, these are like the most badass people with like the best resources in the world. And to me, it makes me think like as Filipinos, we should feel that way too about our own motherland because yes. that's the reason why we were colonized so much is because yes. we had so many rich resources in the Philippines. Right. And it was a central point for war. <laughs> it was yeah. a good point for everyone. So, exactly. 
So it's, it's interesting. And I like how you mentioned, like, you know, we should model what the black community is already is doing for us, because I see that I see what you're saying. It's like, oh, my gosh, like I started watching Black is King with Beyonce on mm. Disney. And I was like, oh, my God, like just the words that she's saying, I forgot the opening line, but it was something about like, it's okay to come back home, or it's okay to come back into yourself. Yes. I was like, oh, my God, like that, like, oh, speaks just, to me. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. So oh, I have goosebumps. That was good. Yeah, that is what I was trying to say, you guys. I know I was like going in circles because I couldn't articulate myself, but that's what I was trying to say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should look to the Black community as a great model example of how to kind of pull ourselves out of this like so deeply yeah. colonized culture that we are so immersed in that sometimes we can't even recognize it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's like, we only know the story of being less than. And so it's just so beautiful that there are so many people being, you know, Filipino American activists who are being trailblazers. And it's not even just recent either. It's it's decades of it. If you've listened to episode 70 of our show, the Filipino American Woman Project, we had Nicole Mashali, who her family, she has a family legacy of just activism in the Bay Area for decades, I think all the way back to the 1920s. So, you know, we have history out here and it's yeah. important to embrace that. And, and part of it is thanks to the activism that you know, our generations before us came and really were courageous enough to make us be seen and heard and valued here in America. Yeah, I saw a meme the other day on social media that said, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it said something about our ancestors stories, you know, of struggle were lost on colonial ears. Mm. or something like that. And uh, it's really our job to lift up those stories and to Mm -hmm. first and foremost, before we can lift them up, learn about them ourselves, because a lot of us are so disconnected from them. So obviously, that's what we do here on the show. But if you haven't already heard Nicole's interview, which is again, episode 70, that is also a really, really great and on topic theme on topic interview for this month's theme. Yeah, absolutely. So in case you want ideas on how to celebrate this month, again, Fonz makes it really easy for us. They actually give us some tips on how to celebrate. So let me just go through some of their bullet points here. So possible activities related to the history of Filipino American activism. Consider organizing online panels about BLM and anti-racism in the Philippine X community. We know that's a thing. (laughs) It's very clear. Not to throw my mom under the bus, but I remember one time she started to have roommates for her house because, you know, she became an empty nester Mm -hmm. and she was very adamant about just like having women. But we found that that actually wasn't a good fit. Unfortunately, long story, I won't get into it. But one of the prospects on Craigslist was an African-American guy. And I remember, oh my God, I remember her first reaction. She was like, oh my gosh, Jen, he's black. And here's the thing. Her boyfriend's black. Okay. So I don't know, like, where, <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> You're like, uh. I was like, mom, like what, you know, but, but it, how crazy is that? Cause I know, yeah. I know my mom is purposely not like that. I, I know that. Like, of I know- course, but that's the way that she's been taught to yeah. view the world, you know, exactly. and that's the way that she has walked through X amount of years of life. walking through the world is the only way that she's been conditioned to, you know, and we are all guilty of that. If you have been taught that in your family, or if you have taught that to other family yourself, that is, it's, it's not okay, but it is okay. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's understandable. It's not, we're not, no one is faulting you for, you know, 
soaking in the conditioning that you received and living by that. That is, you only know what you know. And so I think what we're trying to do in the, you know, context of evolving our, our culture is realizing how broken of a thought process that really is and how Mm. rooted in just pure racism. And, you know, there's not another word for it. I'm sorry if that offends some people, but pure just colorism and racism that Mm. stems from and again, how deeply rooted it is in our culture, because our parents, the ones that, you know, put these ideas and thoughts in our head, they don't even understand what's wrong with it. That's just the way that they've been taught, again, to walk through the world. So mm-hmm. um, now is really the time. And now is, you know, with, with our generation, it's our job to really lift up those like deep seated beliefs and, right. and patterns that we've all learned and repeated and contributed to or enabled and to change them and to, you know, change that narrative for the future, because we can't continue forward like that. It's just not going to work. Yeah, absolutely. So and by the way, mom, I love you. <laughs> yeah, of course. of course. I love you. And it's not your fault. <laughs> prime, prime example right there, you know, <laughs> exactly. So no judgy eyes, just as long as you're willing to, you know, acknowledge that there's something wrong with that kind of thought process and, and change mm-hmm. it. So yeah, yep. anyway. Absolutely. So continuing on the, the list of possible activities recommended by the Fonz website, share how Filipino American history is intertwined with Black American history. The next one is interview community organizers. Have them talk about their work in solidarity with BLM, LGBTQ rights, and women's rights, etc. Conduct oral histories with Filipino American activists from the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. I feel like we should just bring like Nicole Mashali's like whole family and just be like, I was, yeah, (laughs) I was, I wanted to ask her that. I think I did ask her that, but yeah, um, yeah. There's also just on that topic really quickly in the article that I wrote for Mochi Mag about the anti-terror law, I included a reference link in there to this video. Mm-hmm. I think it's a either a Facebook video or a YouTube video. I can't remember where it is, but it's basically a video of people that lived under martial law in the Philippines back in the 60s. Shit, when was that? You guys know when it was. Sorry. Yeah. I'm this is this. Not- we're inspiring you to do your research. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You find out when martial yeah. law was. It was around <laughs> the 50s or the 60s or the 40s or sometime like that. Anyway, they meet and interview basically with millennials in the Philippines who have been taught, you know, an American education kind of is what they install in the Philippines of our history. And they have been taught that martial law is something completely different than what those elders actually experienced. And Mm -hmm. so that video was really eye-opening for me, at least, someone who didn't know a lot about martial law before or how, you know, why it was such a controversial topic. That video was really, really helpful for me to watch those conversations that they were having and really learn about their personal experiences. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. I just want to take a minute, Nani, and just applaud you for I don't know, just your desire to research and study our politics, whether it's in the Philippines or here, because, you know, I admit I haven't really had the time to do it. And I feel like I'm learning from you. So, you know, kudos to you and really just the passion you have with, you know, understanding our culture and the politics today and ultimately understanding yourself. So, you know, it's like a pat on the back for you. (laughs) I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it really means a lot to me. 
you know, even before 2020, I was really invested in learning about our history and mm-hmm. learning about more specifically the history of our like revolutionary, you know, culture. So I think that 2020 has really just amplified that and given me a good excuse to practice what I preach and really dive into doing that research. I love it. And I love having people like you to talk about it to me. So it works out. Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. So moving on, just a couple more ideas for you. Highlight a form of Panay activism every single day of the month. Now, given our bandwidth, we can't do that. But something for you all to consider. Organize children's books reading for Journey for Justice, The Life of Larry Itliong by Don Buhulano Mabalan and Gail Ramasanta. I haven't read that book, but just like the title, <laughs> it's about Larry Itliong. And I feel like you did some research on Larry, Nani. Um, I did once upon a time. I don't have it at the top of my head. And but okay. I do know that Nicole mentioned, I think it was her grandpa or her uncle or mm. somebody that she was talking about who had actually worked side by side with him. If you know about the Filipino American history in San Francisco, specifically in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. I think he was like one of the original Manongs. Mm, yes, yes. And if you all want to learn more, again, you can visit. Uh, I'm like just totally promoting Nicole's episode right now. Episode 70. Check it out. I think I listened to it actually a couple times already, like two or three times, just because yeah. I just really appreciated like everything she was sharing. And it, I was sort of solidifying in myself. Like I am Filipino American and I have history here. And her mm-hmm. episode was really validating for that. Yeah. All right. So two more ideas for all of you. Collect articles about Filipinos and healthcare, as well as articles about community members we have lost and reshare links and recordings during Filipino American History Month. I actually really like this because I haven't shared this publicly yet. I think I told you about this offline, Nani, but, you know, I come from a lot of people. My family are nurses. And I won't disclose specifically who this is because in order for this particular person to go back home, it can't be said on paper that they passed of COVID. So I'm not going to be specific about it. But what I will share is that unfortunately, one of my relatives who is a nurse accidentally brought COVID home. And unfortunately, someone in the family uh, passed as a result of it. And so it's a, uh, it's very sad as much as I like to say that this is all like bullshit and it's stupid and stuff like that. It is a real disease. Yeah. And I just wanted to share that story because of this activity, <laughs> you know, just be like, you know, like my family has been impacted by it. And I know that a lot of our Filipino community, you know, one thing we always complain about is we don't want to be nurses, but the truth is a lot of us are in the medical field. And so yeah. we really have to give it to the nurses, the doctors, the healthcare workers in our Filipino American community. They are the real activists. <laughs> They're keeping people no, alive. Seriously, no. like on the front lines, quite literally risking their lives. Yeah. To, you know, fight for us and keep our communities safe. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And thinking about and thinking about like how a lot of us may be not to minimize this in any way, but like for a lot of us to be like, oh, this time is slowed down. I'm not as productive as I used to be. It's like our healthcare workers haven't taken a break since this has started. You know? Yeah. In fact, I think Filipino nurses are dying at like a disproportional rate or at Awful. least being infected with COVID and, you know, having to get treatment for it. So yeah, we do absolutely want to highlight that and applaud and thank and just show so much appreciation. 
and yeah, love. Absolutely. So that is one awesome activity that I encourage you all to do, even if it's just to highlight someone in your personal, you know, IG feed or anything. But that's a great activity. Spread so wrap- the love, y'all. Yeah, spread the love. <laughs> so the last thing is sort of ties into the last one. Conduct Filipino American History Month video memes of nurses, doctors, and caregivers in our lives who can do mini interviews or snippets about their experiences in the 60s and 70s, or what it's been like to work during the COVID pandemic. Ooh, it's so crazy how current, I mean, I, I just think this theme of Filipino American activism is so fitting. for. It's just so on point. Yeah. Yeah. It couldn't have come at a better time. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, happy Filipino American History Month, everyone. Welcome to this beautiful month. I hope you enjoy this bonus impromptu episode. Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to share. We actually did have someone reach out to us through our phone number, Nani, who wanted to nominate, let me see if I would just pull it up on my phone, who wanted to nominate a Filipino American activist, which actually I think they wanted to nominate a Canadian, a Filipino Canadian activist. So just give me one second here. Okay and pull this up. And I'm okay with that. I was like, hey, if anyone's texting me, like, I'm here for it. (laughs) Yeah. Again, spread the love. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's activists all over the world. You know, it just so happens that we're doing Filipino American activists. However, if you're listening to the show and you want to contribute, I'm not going to like, you know, censor you. So here we go. Of course. (laughs) Of course, we're not haters. Yeah, you can you can be Canadian and still be shot out on our Filipino American show. Exactly, exactly. Let me see if I could find it real quick. Oh, was it email? Oh, email. It was email. I got this. I got this. (laughs) It was like one of our last, like the last email we sent out to everyone. So, oh, here we go. I got it. Okay. Here it is. So shout out to Sandra Nomoto. So Sandra sent us an email after one of our newsletters, which by the way, you can all subscribe for by visiting tfawproject.com or in the show notes of this episode. Nani and I, if we haven't stressed it enough, are setting healthy social media boundaries for ourselves. And so the way that we feel most connected with you or want to engage with you is via email or text message. So just as a little reminder there for all of you. All right. So anyway, moving on. (laughs) I can't stress that enough. So by Sandra Nomoto, thank you so much by the way for texting us it's always great to hear from all of you especially via text because it's like oh cool that means we don't have to check our social media so she says (laughs) i'm talking to stay off instagram (laughs) yeah yeah we're like trying to avoid it now in a lot of ways so hi jen and nani my pick for canadian panay activist is charlene sayo though she's been doing work since the 90s when i interviewed her for christian ed high school project when we were exploring the treatment of filipina caregivers in canada and then she says here she probably won't remember that time in her life but she shares an article here or she shares her website so if you want to learn more about charlene sayo and who she is today and what she's up to you can visit her website at charlenesayo.wordpress.com and there's a specific way to spell it so i will provide that in the show notes for all of you i didn't even realize I, i'm actually kind of curious if there's other places outside of the u.s that have like a let's say a filipino canadian history month you know and so if you are a listener who is not in the united states and you want to give a shout out to your filipino you know fill in the blank you're you know where you're living at history month let us know because then maybe we can give you a shout out in the upcoming episodes yeah i wonder if filipino like hyphenated filipino history month is a universal thing or mm-hmm. if we just, I know in the Philippines, October is, or maybe it was just October 1st. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a day or the whole month that's Indigenous Peoples Month. 
or day. Mm. But oh, yeah, October that. is, that's what is happening in the Philippines for October. And then mm-hmm. here it's Filipino American History Month. So yeah, it's just all around like universally or at least from here to the Philippines, you know, the time to be celebrating our freaking selves. Yep. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Nani, any final thoughts on Filipino American History Month at this time? I don't know why, but I'm thinking of Maria Ressa. And I don't know if she would be on this show. Maybe we can cut this part out. This is just between you and I. But okay. I would love to interview Maria Ressa. She did do an interview with TFAL, with the TFAL podcast. So I feel like why would she not be open to doing it with <laughs> us? But right, right. I don't know if she like requires, you know, us to be like big famous stars or anything to talk to us. But she doesn't seem like that type of person at all. But yeah. she is someone who is probably the most known of our generation, or at least this time, someone who is really, really pushing a hard line with her activism through demanding and defending press freedom and the attack on press freedom, specifically in the Philippines. She's a great, great journalist, a great reporter. She has so much insight. She's so smart. She's not scared at all. You know, I think a lot of us face the issue, at least a lot of us who have been in community organizing or activism spaces in the Filipino or Filipino American community are always kind of like, ooh, this is something that I see really needs attention and Mm -hmm. could use my support. And I really want to plug into it, but I'm scared because, you know, I could be I'm not special, you know, none of Mm -hmm. us, none of us are exempt from basically the attack on human rights from Mm -hmm. the Philippine government right now. And so a lot of people are scared to speak up, but that's exactly what they want. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's exactly what they want you to feel. And so I think Maria Ressa is just such a catalyst, you know, like she's already been locked up in and out of jail and Mm. she continues to really push like a hard line for defending press freedom. So I just want to shout out to her. She would be someone that I would want to highlight for this month and that I would, again, we're giving you all these amazing resources for you to go and do your own research. I would highly Highly recommend you go and research her. She has an episode out on the TFAL podcast that you Mm. can listen to. She has a recent documentary. I don't know if it already came out or if it's still TBD. I did watch it because I had like a private link to it called A Thousand Cuts. Mm. So good. Oh, my God. It's such a good documentary for Filipino-American activism history you know what I'm trying to say Mm -hmm. Filipino American History Month with the theme of activism this documentary a thousand it's called a thousand cuts if you can find it somewhere online highly highly recommend you watch that Mm, awesome and when I go back to this we will make sure to include that in the show notes so you can look that up later yeah I'm just I'm just happy I can't believe that this is our second year now Nani celebrating Filipino American History Month I know that is we have a little tradition yeah we have this new (laughs) tradition now actually this is a great way to tie into the next topic I want to get into but next year I I really do want to celebrate I think it's the month of May where it's about mental health awareness I'll have to double check Mm -hmm. that once again okay so May so May is mental health awareness month just to confirm that but I I know that that we missed that because we were on break so we missed that yeah I'm I'm just really happy to get to this place with you Nani I can't believe we are at this point, over 70 episodes into our show and our, our second season, it's been quite 
the journey. It's been quite the ride. I've yes. learned so much about myself. Even through this experience, I've gotten opportunities, you know, because of podcasting. And so it's, yeah. just been, it's just been really nice to be on this journey. So the last topic I just want to get into, because I think it's very important is just reminding people to take care of your mental health during this time. If that's not obvious already, I think if a lot of us are already practicing presence and slowing things down and self-reflection to know that you don't have to figure it out alone and that it's okay to get help. I don't think there's a better time to get help than now because yeah. we have so much time to be in our thoughts. And so that's how that's why I thought of um, May and Mental Health Awareness Month and, and how I actually want to celebrate that too, moving forward, make that a tradition too, in addition to what we're doing with Filipino American History Month. But I think it's very important. And so, Nani, I thought I'd check in with you. Like, how have you been holding up with everything yeah, <laughs> in this, in this no, odd I, normal? In the same spirit, I do want to let everyone know, not that anyone cares, but just so that, you know, to tell you how I've been addressing my mental health or trying to keep it in check through all of this, I am actually finally going to be starting therapy, which I have Yay. been avoiding doing for like a decade. <gasps> Love and it. so... I think like a lot of people who have either not had experience with therapy in the past or had bad experiences, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it can it can feel like a really daunting task to dive into. Mm -hmm. And personally, I didn't want to make that investment and or commitment until I found somebody that I really felt drawn to or connected to. And actually, you know, having been doing this show for the past uh, almost two two years, one and a half years. Yeah, oh one my and a half. God, look it's at us. So, I know. Oh my God, we're like grownups now. <laughs> we're know. professionals with our mics. Look at us. Doing I know, videos. look at us. Oh my God, we've come so far, you guys. If <laughs> only we were doing video at the beginning of this, yeah. you guys would recognize and appreciate how far we've come. <laughs> yeah, but for sure. Anyway, I'm sure you can tell by like the audio quality from season one to season two. Anyway, so yeah, I finally did find someone through this podcast, through awesome. doing this show and interviewing several Filipino-American psychologists or psychiatrists or whatever the correct term is. We've interviewed a few of them. And so yeah. that really opened my eyes to the experience because the little experience that I did have with it before was with a therapist that was just some random person that my health insurance matched mm. me with. And mm -hmm. the experience just totally, totally turned me off and made me never want to try it again. And so I just feel so blessed and so appreciative to have met individuals that I have connected with and who I do want to, you know, share things with essentially, because it's not an easy approach to take to, you know, spill your heart out and talk about right. your trauma and your past experience with a stranger. So I just feel really grateful to have met and connected with so many people on the show that give me an opportunity to do that. Yeah. And I'm just so excited for you because I know we've been talking about this for some time now. And I mentioned that I have a really good friend, shout out to Giselle, who is listening to the show from like the very beginning. And it reminded me of my own like early stages of seeking out a therapist. And mm -hmm. today I have a counselor that is amazing. I really appreciate her. I talk to her every week and or almost every week, basically. And it's just been very, it's like, do I need it? Like I could probably live without it. But honestly, like now that I have it, it's like, I can't live without it. You know what I mean? It's, it's like yeah. that thing. It's like you realize that 
you were putting up with more than you should have. And it takes a certain person or a professional to say like, you don't have to carry that weight in that kind of way anymore. You know, like yeah. you, can, you can ask someone else to help you carry the weight or right. you can or learn you to work through it. Yeah. yeah, work through it or let it go, you know? Right. And, and sometimes yeah. all you need to do that is a little bit of like outside unbiased perspective. And mm-hmm. so it's different in that sense than talking to your family or your friends or whoever you normally vent to. It's different right. to have like a professional outside opinion, someone who's not related to, you know, anyone involved in the situations that you're dealing with. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm really excited to start that. I won't say who it's with because I feel like that's some kind of breach of contract. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it is one of the past guests that we've had on this show. And so if you guys want to go back and listen through the older episodes, we've mm-hmm. again interviewed several therapists that specialize in helping Filipino American women. And so mm-hmm. if you feel you need that support, those resources are there. We are also here. You can email us. You can text us. We are here for you. Yeah. So just let us know whatever you need or whatever you, it would be helpful for you for us to talk about here on the podcast. Yeah. And so for this episode, because it is very impromptu, we do encourage you to check out the show notes of this episode so you can see all the resources we mentioned and also some bonuses because we've been talking about this for weeks now, but Nani and I are really rolling out with some exciting new things for our community. So be sure to subscribe to our newsletter. We cannot emphasize that enough or check out the show notes to see if there's any other bonus content that we didn't mention in this show today. Oh, wow. You know, Nani, I was not expecting us to to talk about this. I'm very happy how this turned out. But I think this is great. And I think it's like perfect timing if we can get it out by Friday. I think this is a great, this is like a very timely episode. Yeah, this is very, very timely. This will be considered a bonus episode. And I hope that our listeners will appreciate it. So yes, we hope um, you enjoy and we hope you learn something or that you're on your way now to go learn something with all the (laughs) resources that we just gave you. Exactly. (laughs) And if you speed up this episode, like I know some of us do, including myself, try to slow down and really listen to the things we listed today. And we really encourage you to take some time to, you know, look into that, to Google it, to, you know, like connect with your family, relatives, learn their story because their story is our story. And it's, you know, everyone's story, history is really a collection of stories when it comes down to it. And so, you know, take this time to connect with your family here, you know, if you're not estranged to them (laughs) and, you know, get to know them, get to know their story and see if they have any recommendations for, you know, resources as well to learn more about your history. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. Nani, anything else from you? <laughs> I'm done. I think I'm all, I think I've got all my thoughts out, which is, cool. um, which is rare. So yes, this was a good, a good episode. I feel good about this. Yeah. I'm very proud of us. This is good. I like, we should Yay. do this more often, I guess. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think that is what we just need to embrace and accept. We do better when we just wing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, let me go ahead and formally wrap this up. So again, to our listeners, thank you all so much for listening to us again. Again, you can get all the resources that we mentioned on the show, including extra resources and bonuses in the show notes or visit our website, tfawproject.com. And remember, you can always engage with us via email or text. Nowadays, we tend to respond faster that way. And so, you know, because again, social media, setting social media boundaries is very important for us right now in this time. And yeah, with that said, Nani, thanks again for co-hosting with me as always. Yay. Thanks for hosting. (laughs) (laughs) And to everyone else, we look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Happy Filipino American History Month. Woo!